Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Light at the End podcast. This is Roswan speaking. Uh, hi, how are you? I haven't been recording for a while. Uh, life got a bit crazy, but that's how life gets sometimes. It's nothing uh, against you. You didn't do anything. It's not your fault. Don't worry about it. It's 7 a.m. on a Wednesday, oh, 7.28, and I'm recording this now because if I don't, there's no other day. There's nothing else. I'm, I'm done uh, with seeing family and having some kind of a social life and doing comedy all around the place. Um, I kind of got a bit distracted and I didn't have that much time to record the podcast. Um, I know you're sad. I know I feel it. I missed you too. But here we are. Let's make the best of it. We got uh, up to a half an hour to 20 minutes. 20 minutes to a half an hour, something like that. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do the usual thing and talk. Hope you liked uh, the last episode where I uh, recorded in a professional podcast and I got to talk to my friend Melinda, who's still doing his European tour. He just uh, got in town yesterday um, and he's uh, he's taking a train to uh, Bruno I think I think that's Bruno or Prague I forget anyway he was in town yesterday and I didn't even get to see him because uh, I was doing something else and uh, yeah that's how it goes it, it sucks being an adult and having to. It, you would think I was when I was a kid. I would think that being an adult, oh, I would see my friends all the time and be just hang around and just chill, man. Yeah, no, it's not like that, is it? Because you're. Um, no, I don't want to say anything about your life, but my life is a rat race. I do too many things and I enjoy doing them. But there are still too many things. So yeah, um, I'm going to talk to you for a bit. Um, I'm going to tell you about what I'm up to this week, uh, comedy-wise. Uh, there's not much to tell. I've already done something. I've done Loop on Monday. That was a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to about that uh, in a bit. But what I want to focus on is the next show that I got coming, which is it's not an open mic. It's I'm opening for a feature act. Uh, I'm opening for my friend uh, Jolt Rosnay. He's doing his his solo show in Café Votif this Friday at uh, 8 o'clock. And if you're a fan of comedy, you got to see this guy. Um, I'm, I've been doing comedy for six years and I've been doing... I've been watching comedy for, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years, I don't even know, I'm old as fuck, um, but I've never seen anybody like this, I've never seen anybody who's got this style of comedy like Schultz does, so if you're in town, if you're a comedy nerd like I am, you gotta see him, it's just nobody, nobody does it like he does, I, I wouldn't say that it's for everybody, his comedy, but it's definitely something that if you are interested in comedy and you are a bit of a, a bit of a nerd and you like comedy styles, which I very much do, 
and you want to please me, uh, you can come at Café Votif. And there's also going to be some other guys. Uh, I'm going to be performing for about 10 minutes. And uh, then I'll bring the next guy on stage. And we'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have a lot of, a lot of fun. Café Votif is a great room. Uh, it's very, very interesting for comedy. And <clears throat> it's just one of those shows that you you could not compare it to anything else now i didn't as you noticed i didn't say that it was going to be good or bad it's just it's a show it's unique uh every show is created equal um but we'll see i'm uh, i'm a bit haven't seen Joel perform for for that long. Haven't seen him do an hour, and I'm very curious how he approaches it. So, um, yeah, I don't know how many times I'm gonna say this, but if, yeah, if you want to nerd out on comedy, just uh, just come over at Cafe Votif on Friday around eight, and have a drink with us, uh, have a chat with us, and uh, we'll make some magic happen. Hopefully. All right, so <clears throat> what have I been up to? I'm gonna tell you about it. Um, I've been I've been traveling a bit. Yesterday, I got to visit a watchmaking uh, workshop in Canton, in Carinthia over here in Austria. Um, it's called uh, Habring. If you have a chance to check it out, and if you're into watches, which I very much am. Um, check out habring2.com they got a little bit of a of a website going for them and real enough they make i was talking to them and they make like 300 watches They're, they make mechanical watches for go for i don't know four grand to ten grand something like that and they make them here in austria and they got they make around 300 a year and Having your brand that makes 300 watches a year and having a watchmaking workshop, I, I found it just fascinating because I something in my mind just told me like, yeah, well, if you want to do something like that, just manufacture something, you would have to do, I don't know, tens of thousands a year. But apparently watches aren't chewing gum, so you can get away with it with, with, with 300 if you're selling them at a, at a proper price. And I was just just watching them work and watching their watchmakers work, and goddamn, those guys have skills. Um, those guys have real, real skills, and it was a it was a treat to watch them. Haha, <laughs> fun. Uh, it was a treat to watch them work on uh, on those beautiful, beautiful watches that they make. And I, I don't know, maybe one day I'll save up and buy buy one. Uh, we'll see. They are definitely beautiful. Rolex got nothing on them. Like, um, I they got something on them, all right? All right, they got something on them. But um, they're two different things, having a Hubbing watch and having a Rolex. Uh, if you're a real watch nerd, you're really interested. I mean, I, you don't have to be interested in anything, but you're, if you're a real watch nerd, you, ha you must have some kind of appreciation for an, uh, an independent brand that does everything in-house and that makes a very, very cool product. This is turning into a commercial for, uh, for Habring. 
um, please let them know if you do buy a watch from them. Let them know who sent you. Let them know Daniel who was over there. That's my middle name. Don't worry about it. Just use it as a code. Let them know Daniel sent you. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you do, um, they'll buy me a cookie for Christmas. I don't know. We'll see. But it was it was a it was a fun time. It was an honor to to see them and to meet them and to uh, talk to them about watches and politics and whatever the yeah it was just a, a bit of a of a hangout it was fun and I, I was just lucky that I got to I got to see it all right let me tell you about uh this is enough about me nerding out on the shit that's going on in my life um I want to tell you about loop last week no wait loop this week I'm rambling okay so I let me tell you about loop um Loop this week was very interesting because it was that room has a potential of being amazing or the potential of being death. It's there's no in between. I, I don't think I've ever seen that room just be like, I mean, it, was, it was nice to perform, but they could have been better. So um, the reason for that is that the seating is not optimal for comedy what do you want what you want for comedy is peeping people seeing right next sitting right right next to each other like you want to have them packed in a tight space all facing the stage obviously you know but they, you want them to be tight and not spread across the room because if they're tight you can get a laugh going easier because they will hear each other and they would they get to feel the intimacy of the of the room they get to 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 laughter is something that is contagious so when you tell a joke and somebody laughs close to somebody who isn't laughing there's a much higher chance that you're going to get the second person who isn't laughing to go and you multiply that by 20 and you've got fire in a room that's that's what that's why I think you should be aiming for if you're setting up your room for comedy get a mic set the people up packed and uh, have a blast now um, loop isn't set up that way loop is set up first of all there's two levels like the, the there's a right in front of the stage you're above them and there's another level to the left of the stage that they're almost at eye level with you when you're on the stage they're sitting and they're almost at eye level with you when you're on stage so first off like if there's people up in the in the upper level you already feel like you're performing for two separate crowds and uh it kind of sucks because you can't get a laugh going so that's that's the problem that the room has to itself it's not that it can't be done it can very well be done be done and it's a very nice room it's a very good place to see comedy but it's got that spread out problem that we're comedians have been dealing with that for a while like everybody had ideas about how to do it better and you know the setup is just not there for what we're trying to do but when it works it's it's even more more of an amazing thing when it works great so 
I went on Monday. Uh, I was thinking that I uh, that I was gonna. Um, I don't know. I was thinking I was gonna be late for the thing, so I asked for a late spot. I was supposed to go on. I, so I was going on last. Uh, my friend Ali, who organizes the show, was kind enough to hook me up and let me go last. So I got to see at that that night. It was it was death. I was thinking. I, I saw the first comedian go on. I saw Ali go on, who's the organizer and the host of the show. And I saw him go on and do jokes and nothing. He got fucking nothing. Uh, or very, very little. And I thought, oh my God, because I know the open micers and I know what level they're at. And I know open micers who have been doing it for way less time than uh, me or Ali. And, um, you know, if the experience is not there, it's, it's hard to handle a crowd that gives you nothing because the, your energy just gets, it feels like your energy is draining. You feed so much of the energy of the crowd when you're up there. So if they're giving you nothing, you kind of feel like every joke is a stone that you're rolling uphill. Greek mythology reference. Uh, hope you're not too young for that. So yeah, everything everything you do like, like that, um, feeds off the crowd and if the crowd isn't doing isn't giving you anything the the risk that you will lose confidence in your joke is very high so we were dealing with that they were giving us also like college kids what is it with college kids do you guys not like to laugh do you, do you guys find nothing funny? It's so hard to make a college crowd laugh these days. I mean, I'm doing these shows all over town, and whenever I see a room filled with young kids, and they're all like, they, you know, you know what I'm talking about. They they look like they're they're dressed by their their, their parents' money, you know. They they have that look in their. Um, they have the, the hairstyle and the watch and the, the clothes and, and it just everything says my dad's a lawyer. My dad could sue your dad, you know? So, um, yeah, those kids, they were, they were in the crowd and yeah, they're tough. They're not, they're not easy to make laugh. So I got to see friend after friend, fellow comedian after co fellow comedian go up there and basically eat their balls or their eggs, whatever gender they were. Uh, yeah, it wasn't fun watching them, uh, watching them try their best, really, I mean, really try their best and get meh, get meh in return. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like nothing worked. And it was just like, nah, there's a reaction there. There's potential there. And I was, uh, I was just walking around, having a beer, uh, smoking a cigarillo, and just thinking about how, oh shit, I'm going to bomb. This is going to be awful. And you can only think like that. I know how it works with you, but I can only think like that. I'd be very bummed out about something for 10 minutes because it just takes too much energy. And after 10 minutes, I'm just like, you know what? It's not, 
eh, this is too it's too much i need a break so i just let it go i let uh, let go of that of that the thoughts oh my god i'm gonna bomb and then anger came in and i'm like well you know what fuck them fuck them they're shit blah blah, blah. these are our just thoughts that i was thinking to myself so i got to the point where i went like you know what fuck this set i'm just gonna go up and i'm gonna have fun and i'm gonna ad lib uh ad lib my jokes and not even focus too much on what jokes i'm gonna do what i'm not gonna do what line i'm working on what new thing i'm trying to interact i'm just gonna go up there i'm gonna tell some jokes and then i'm gonna ask him some questions and see what's up with them and that worked that attitude worked like a charm because i went up there and i started talking and i got a little laugh and i realized oh there's there's something more there so i i kind of tried some more jokes on the subjects and then i got a laugh and then when they wouldn't laugh i would just ask them a question why you guys don't do that or you don't use that and then i would get a laugh so I felt sorry that I misjudged them. I was it was a good feeling though when you see everybody try everything that they can to make those motherfuckers laugh and then you go up there and you be like, "Oh, you know what? Fuck them. I'm just going to be loose." And then they laugh. I was just as surprised as, as they were that that something was happening and something was interesting. So all in all, I what I want to say is I just want to brag about it because uh, that's what you do if you have a podcast. You brag about your, your little successes. So, yeah, I had, I had a great, great, great set on Monday. And that's, um, that's how it is. That's how uh, it was very much fun. And I did seven minutes and I couldn't. I, I didn't even see where the time went. It just flew by. That's how you know you've had a great set. If you go up there and it feels like three minutes and you're like, oh, I wanted to tell this and that and blah, blah. No, uh, it's that's that's how you know you're doing a great job and you're done. Um, and it was, it's, it doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every day, but um, it's, it's a great feeling when it happens. All right, I'm going to stop sucking my own dick. I'm going to... Um, I haven't talked to you guys, actually, since I was doing Sober October, and that's done. And you can probably hear it from my voice. I'm, I'm drinking again. Yeah, it's fun. I didn't drink yesterday because I was on the road all day, but I am, I am drinking again. And uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's good. I enjoy it very much. It's it's fun because every time I do Sober October and I get back to drinking, I'm just kind of recalibrated, you know. I get I get tipsy for one beer, from one beer, and then it's just uh, maybe this maybe maybe I am growing up. I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, I'm just thinking like yeah, have two beers, go home and sleep like a baby because if you have three or four you're not gonna sleep like a baby you're gonna sleep like a groggy alcoholic that's how you're gonna sleep and you're gonna wake up in the morning feeling like shit so don't do that 
these are all conversations that I have with myself, by the way. I'm just quoting myself, telling myself to not be a dumbass. Um, I don't know if you have to do that, but I have to. Otherwise, it doesn't. Nothing works in, in my life. I have to constantly remind myself not to be a dumbass because we've made bad decisions in the past and hopefully learn from them. Mm. So, yeah. That's been my um, that's been my week week, and then those have been my my subjects that um that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, what are you up to? What kind of what kind of uh, trouble have you got into these weeks, huh? But also, did you miss me? Did you miss the sound of me sipping coffee? Because if you did. If you did, oh, here it is. That's just something I did for myself. This, um, I'm trying to bring tradition into this podcast in some way, which is going to be hard if I'm going to do an episode every two weeks, but or every month, like whatever this is, uh, however late this is when I'm when I'm doing it. But yeah, it's it's been a tough uh, it's been a tough time in my life with a, a lot of a lot of changes, um, a lot of them for the better, and hopefully I can um, I can adapt and find a new rhythm where I can also put out my podcast at regular intervals that are not a year, you know, that's what I want. I wanna I wanna put out a podcast every every week. I want to rant into a microphone because I enjoy doing it and I'm, um, it's really helping my, my, my comedy to, to speak and to listen myself speak. It's, uh, yeah, I like this and I want to keep doing this. So um, as long as I'm doing it, keep listening and I'll talk to you soon. All right there. This has been Light in the End. This is my name, Rosman. Have a good one.